Hello from Los Angeles, and welcome to the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School for Sunday, April 21st of 2013. My name is Michael Benner. Nice to be with you for the Mystery School today. Our topic is how to manage stress. I've been doing this topic as really the core or the central entry point to personal and spiritual development for more than 35 years. And in that time, I've seen an interest in stress and stress management grow extraordinarily, well, both rapidly and in scope. And yet, I don't think most people, in fact, I'm sure most people still do not have an understanding of how debilitating stress can be. And that's what I'd like to talk about a little bit in our free forum today for the next 20 minutes or so, and do a little exercise for you as well. And then hopefully you can join us for the premium training that begins at 1.30 this afternoon Pacific time, or the replay is available. In fact, Every once in a while, I need to remind you that until the newsletter comes out next week, Thursday or Friday, any purchase of the Ageless Wisdom Mystery School premium training will give you the URL link and the password for the previous Sunday's class. So a day or two after class, it's not too late to listen to the class by replay. And we encourage you to do that. It's not until you see the new weekly newsletter that a purchase will give you the upcoming premium training. Again, as I'm sure you know, the free forum here is live, 1 o'clock on Sunday afternoon Pacific time, 4 in the East, and available streaming as well as podcast. The premium training, because it's tuition-based, obviously cannot be podcast, but you can listen either live or on demand. And we'll go into depth today in the premium training on what is meant by stress. And in fact, I have a surprise for you, something new we're going to start today with the premium training. So if you haven't enrolled, do that anytime in the next 20 minutes or so. Jump over to theagelesswisdom.com. The T-H-E is part of it. The W's dot theagelesswisdom.com. Click on webinars and then premium training. You can sign up with your bank card in about 60 seconds. And the thank you page and a confirming email that follows will include the URL link and the password that you need to get into the uh, premium class. So how do we manage stress? What is stress? And why is it important that we learn how to manage it? In a word, uh, stress is fear. It's anxiety. It's confusion. It results from change in our lives, particularly when we are overstimulated. So the more that's coming at you, whether it's new 
or maybe it's old stuff that was never understood, we really need to understand right here at the top of the class today that while stress could be about any change in your life, anything that's confusing or misunderstood, at the core, at the root of it all, is what you do not understand about yourself. Yes, the world around you and the odd nature of so many other people certainly is confusing and stressful, but much more stressful, much more to the point when we're looking to develop ourselves for peak performance, for simply enjoying a happy and fulfilled life. It's not other people we need to judge or understand. It's not the world around us that we need to control or manage. It's not the event that has already happened before <laughs> you know it's happened and then it's too late to do anything about it. It's yourself that you don't understand. Stress management really has to be coupled with that ancient axiom that old saying in the saw that we've heard all of our lives from all cultures and time out of mind, know thyself. And we might want to go a little bit farther to include the line from Hamlet, to thine own self be true. And then as day follows night, thou canst not be false to any man. So when you're true to yourself, then... It's easy to be the best you can be for other people. It's just like when you love yourself, it's going to be much easier for you to love other people. In order to respect and trust other people, you must have self-respect and self-trust. Many people just don't get this idea of you've got to give before you can receive. They might say, well, you know, how do I get respect. Well, you give respect. <laughs> and people, oh, like that hadn't occurred to them. Or, I don't trust other people. I don't know what to do. Why do I have such a hard time trusting other people? Well, again, make it personal first. Do you trust yourself as a judge of character? Do you understand the various motives that compete for your attention within you? Because if you don't understand, then you're not going to understand how other people could understand the motives and events that drive them. So stress management, like everything else in our lives, we need to make personal. We need to look at what's changing, what's new and not understood, or what's old and never was understood, a lot of false assumptions from childhood get uncovered when we look at stress. And it's also important to recognize that stress is rarely about any danger, not any real clear and present danger anyway. What stress is usually about is things unknown, which the brain believes may be dangerous. There is an actual part of the brain called the amygdala that's responsible for triggering this survival-based fight-or-flight response you've heard about all of your life. And 
basically shuts down the higher brain functions and changes the nature of the way the brain works. Brain wave frequencies go up. Uh, blood and electrical activity in the brain go from the neocortex more toward the mammalian and even reptilian brains because survival is at stake. Well, often that's a false assumption on the part of the brain. It's just this autonomic trigger from evolving in the jungle where there's a lot of danger and we are, after all, the offspring of people that are really good at responding to danger with fight or flight. But we're not in that much danger now. What's triggering the amygdala and putting us into these high-stress states is simply confusion. And as I say, not only is the world confusing, and increasingly so, but at the heart of it is confusion about who am I really and what am I for? Do I love myself? Do I respect myself? Do I trust myself? Do I even know who I am or what I'm for? I have a name, but, you know, if I lost my memory and my ID, if I, if I couldn't remember my name, who would I be? I, I have a job. I suppose I could define myself by career. But what is it that really makes me tick? Why do I behave the way I do? Why do I think the way I do? Indeed, why do I feel the way I do? And most of us are not in touch, number one, with the awareness of why we feel, think, and act the way we do. And most of us, number two, aren't even, I don't think, aware of awareness itself. Most of us do what we do because of the way we feel, and then we think about it afterwards. It's like emotion, behavior, and then you reflect on it afterwards. <laughs> but even if we think about what we do and then feel strongly about it and then do the behavior, even if we think we've reasoned this out well, are we aware of the deeper motives behind why we thought those particular thoughts? Not everyone would have thought it out that way. And why do you feel the way that you feel, leading to the particular behavior? So we can say, well, behavior is a byproduct of thoughts and feelings, but where do those thoughts and feelings come from? You see, there's a fourth element which is awareness of your behavior, awareness of your thoughts, awareness of your feelings. What is this fourth element? What is this awareness? Well, suffice to say, to be aware, to be conscious, to be alert, to be awake, to be sentient, requires that we manage stress. This is the first and best reason to be aware of what is stressing you, really confusion about who you are, what you're for, why you think, feel, and act the way you do. And then learning in your day-to-day -day life and affairs to manage those fears and that confusion, 
that stress and anxiety to be more clear, more aware of the reasons why we make the decisions we make, and even more to the point, why so often we're not even choosing or making decisions, we just react knee-jerk, reflexively, in response to the stress and the anxiety in our lives. So, to sum it up, all stress is really fear of the unknown. All fear is ultimately fear of the unknown. Even the fear of real, clear, and present danger has more to do with what you do not know or understand about the danger than the danger itself. And 99% of what we fear or what stresses us is really not dangerous anyway. It's just confusion. And again, it's mostly confusion about who we are and what we're for, less about, although it would seem to be about the world around us and those unpredictable other people, (laughs) them, the terrorists that are out there to get you. Notice how the media, the government, politicians, so many people are willing to talk about the danger in the world, but fewer really interested in talking about the fear. They want to be protected from the danger, but they don't understand how personal the fear is. Um, There's a new movie coming out with Will Smith. I'm anxious to see sort of a science fiction drama where the slogan of the movie is danger is real, but fear is optional. And (laughs) that's really a powerful concept that, again, fear or stress, we're calling it today, is what you don't know about other people in the world around you, but mostly what you don't know or understand about yourself. So how could somebody make you afraid without your permission? You know that great Eleanor Roosevelt line, how could someone make you feel inferior without your consent? And so nothing could be more important in this brief discussion of how to manage stress than an understanding that it is your stress that it's you that are feeling anxious or nervous or worried or confused or maybe truly frightened. But to say, he stressed me out or she made me angry or he really upset me or, you know, I'm really frustrated because of what's happening in my life is to really fail to take responsibility for your emotions including your fears and your anxieties, as responses to those situations. Fear is not done to you. Fear is a response within you that comes from not understanding yourself. So what's the antidote? Of course, to know thyself. That's the relationship, the primary relationship between a program like today's a class on how to manage stress, and this oldest of ancient perennial wisdoms, know thyself and to thine own self be true. 
I sometimes think of a, a sign in a bakery in Big Sur that I read about that said, chew your food well, if you don't, who will? And it cracks me up because people look at me sometimes, why do I need to know myself? I, I think I do know myself. Uh, I know myself well enough anyway. And it's like, do you really? Do you really understand why you behave the way you do? Do you really understand your thoughts and why you agree with some people and disagree with others? How many of these thoughts of yours, especially the habitual thoughts, have really been carefully reasoned through? How much research have you done as opposed to a bunch of ideas or beliefs that are habitual? I can't remember the number of times that people have said to me on the radio or elsewhere things like, well, Everybody knows this is true. And I say, no, I I don't think everybody does know that. But I hear you saying that's your belief. Now, do you understand that it's your belief that everybody knows that this thing is true? But it's just your belief. Have you really researched it? Are you willing to take responsibility for having at some point in your life accepted this belief system. And frankly, most people are not. We believe in facts and figures. We we like to rely on an objective sense of reality being this uniform circumstance or situation or a set of details that we can all agree on. And it's just not true. The more we know about psychology, the more we know about empirical science, the more we realize that each individual is having a very unique experience here on planet Earth. (laughs) And that may be a little scary, but again, that would be at the root of your stress and anxiety, right? So that's what stress is. And the way to manage it, well, you have to let go of it. Stress is carried in your body not only is mental confusion and emotional anxiety, but is physical tension. We, we tighten our muscles as we carry stress around. And there are some vicious cycles involved. Again, join us for the premium training in a few minutes, and we'll get into this in great detail. But let's just take three or four minutes here to show you a perfect antidote. Given that stress is ultimately what you do not know or understand about yourself, the antidote then would be to understand yourself, the knowledge of understanding yourself. And quieting the mind and calming the emotions in a meditative or contemplative kind of an exercise will help you with that. But The benefits of relaxation actually precede the insight and the understanding that it generates. To simply persuade the brain in a minute or two that it's perhaps confused but not in any real danger requires three messages, closed eyes, slow breathing, and a 
sense in your body of releasing muscular tension. Let's do that now. This is part of every contemplation, every meditation, every closed eye process starts with closing your eyes. Message number one to the brain that you may feel like there's danger in this confusion, this failure to understand myself and the world around me, but right now, I'm safe enough to close my eyes. And then uh, a couple of slow, deep breaths, and as you exhale, feel the letting go. Do this now. Inhaling through the nose slowly, hold as you peek, and as you exhale just as slowly, feel safe and relaxed. And then part three, feel a letting go in your body. Three messages. I'm closing my eyes. I'm changing the way I breathe to slow and relaxed. And I'm feeling muscles unwind and relax in my body. Three messages that I may be confused, but I'm not in danger. And within a matter of moments, brain waves lower. And the electrical activity and even the flow of blood in your brain is moving from the interior to the higher brain functions, promoting conceptual understanding, creativity, intuition in the form of realization and insight, intuition, even epiphany, the, the aha feelings are much more likely to dawn upon us when we don't try but release all efforts and through feeling safe and relaxed, open ourselves, sitting receptive to a light that brightens from within us and allows us to see what has been here all along, the peace and the understanding and the awareness of who you are as a unique individual, like others in so many ways, and yet in very important ways, one of a kind. And who could do this for you? No one. Do it for yourself. Know thyself. And release your fear as you become fearless. Your health improves. Your thoughts are more clear. Your emotions are more positive and more powerful. And your behavior is more effective and more reasonable. And more likely to fall along the lines of you and me rather than you or me. And if the world needs anything, it's more harmony, more agreeing to disagree, more honoring of diversity and unity, and we can have it all. Diversity and unity in a you and me world.
and then take a nice slow breath, inhaling. Hold, and as you exhale, ah, open your eyes now, wide awake and alert, rested, refreshed, back in the room, feeling fine, even better than before. Hey, thanks a lot for being here. I want to remind you, our social net is like Facebook, but for people interested fascinated even by personal and spiritual development. We have a discussion group and a blog. We have a live chat room. Very, very cool video gallery, JPEG gallery, all kinds of cool stuff and a great way to network with like-minded women and men all over the world. Just put the N-I-N-G before the .com in our URL. So it's theagelesswisdom.com to enroll for the premium training and visit our site. And theagelesswisdom.ning.com, N like Nancy, I-N-G, to join our free social nets ad free too it's very cool check that out we'll see you in the premium training in a few minutes thanks a lot for being here be gentle love life take care of each other this is michael benner so long from la